What's up, family? My name is Jody, And I'm Jamie. And welcome back to Maternity Leave. It's really good to be here with you all. We hope that you enjoyed our last episode. And before we get into the topic of today, we're just going to start with a check-in as usual. So, Jamie, how you been doing? How's life been going? I'm tired. I'm very, I'm exhausted. My son has not been sleeping for the past two weeks and um, I can't do that anymore. I cannot function without sleep anymore. So that's how I'm doing. How are you? I mean, I feel bad because I'm about to say I'm great. I mean, I'm tired <laughs> in the moment. As you should be. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm feeling great right now, but I definitely agree with the tiredness. This past week, I hit a wall just with everything happening in the world, and I just had to take a moment, release the tears, you know, talk to one of our mutual friends, and then pick myself back up, you know, um, because I need to have my best, be my best self, or at least have some kind of balanced energy so I'm not finding myself being snappy or not giving what I need to give to my kid, but I definitely feel you on the lack of sleep. I pray for more naps for both of us. I haven't taken a nap in like, hmm. I used to take naps all the time right before practice when we both used to run. <laughs> that was the only time I really remember taking naps consistently. I used hmm. to sleep for like 10 minutes. Well, I guess a nap, I mean, I guess that's a power nap, but I used to sleep for like 10 minutes before having to run to practice and I would still have my sneakers and my socks on just in case I overslept. I could just roll out of the bed and get to running. The good old days. Yeah, naps are unicorns to me, so maybe one day I'll meet them again. But Until then, how's everything been with COVID um, for you all? How I know places in California are starting to open. How's that been for y'all? We just started to um, like go to the park and stuff like that the past two weeks. So I'm not really sure. We practiced our, you know, our mask wearing and hand hygiene, and that's really about it. The rates are still there to the point where we haven't really traveled that far outside of home yet. But hopefully things will slow down, I guess. Sounds a little bit naive to say that, but in any case, hopefully things will slow down to the point where we're more comfortable going out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm so jealous of some of my friends that I see traveling because I have so much anxiety about traveling. Also, traveling with a kid, you know, I've never traveled with Cielo except for in a car, and then they fall asleep in the car seat. You know, but when you're in an airport, you're seeing it for the first time, you're rolling around, you want to lick things, you want to touch things. Then I'm like, do I pack the whole house? I just don't have the energy. So we actually did our first play date um, last week and I needed it because it was the same day that I kind of hit that emotional wall. But they also ignored each other. I guess that's a thing that kids (laughs) typical. It was hilarious. We literally kept trying to make them speak to each other and they had no care. Every time I took Cielo off of the swing, she ran back to the swing. So she wasn't like, literally she wasn't trying to leave to the point she fell asleep in the swing, which I guess was nice for me. Um, But it was just really interesting seeing her interact with another kid for the first time in over a year. 
our topic for this week is kind of on point with what we've been talking about, uh, which is motivation. So how do you stay motivated? And when you do become unmotivated, how do you overcome that? So let's talk about a couple of things, Jody. What motivates you? On the real, um, I feel like this past month, I guess March, I really started to find my groove as a parent. Before that, I was just anxious about everything. This Beyond COVID, I was just anxious about everything. And I didn't feel very maternal. And, you know, this, you know, March really... I found myself settling in. I got, uh uh-uh, I can't. I went, because now you're fake crying, but you're smiling. I'm confused. I'm trying to buy outfits, girl. I'm about to buy sweatpants, and it's about to be summer. Um, You got things on already, but here you go. Now I'll be gone. Not that. (laughs) I feel like in March, I finally started to find my groove as a parent beyond COVID. You know, I felt like I wasn't very maternal. I felt like I was doing everything wrong. I had so much judgment of myself. And now I feel like, hmm, I'm in the groove. Like everything people were seeing from the outside in terms of their perspective of my parenting, I finally feel like it's being reflected and coming from me and I don't have to rely on outsiders. And honestly, you know, we talked about this a little bit, Jamie, when you asked me, like, when do you find time to work out? Because I see you posting these workout videos. And honestly, I think that has been my saving grace that I go to this boot camp on Tuesdays and Thursdays virtually, and it's owned by two women. And I only go to one, this one class with this black woman that always had a playlist that's like hitting. She's always encouraging you. She's also 50. And every time I look at her, I'm like, oh my God, how can you be 50 looking like that? But I digress. <laughs> And it gives me something to look forward to. And just that moment, it's kind of like I'm with myself. I'm competing against myself. I feel like I also worked so much harder working out from home than I was when I was going to those classes. And so it's just been very strange. But I think creating space to take care of myself has allowed me to feel more motivated because I think sometimes guilt, shame, and all these external forces can make us feel stuck. And we have to do certain things. Like, even if we choose to do it in some ways, we also have to do it, right? Like, make sure our kids are fed, you know, make sure they're happy, make sure they're well, and go to work because we got bills to pay because we live in America. I mean, it's not just America, but capitalism, but I digress. Um, (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. And so, you know, there are these ways that there are things that can feel like a routine where it's like you get up and you do it all over again. And for me, while the Tuesdays and Thursdays workouts are consistent, it's like on another level because I'm not working out for a look, but I'm working out to feel strong and to be strong. And so I feel like that's something that helps me be motivated, especially if Cielo doesn't wake up in the middle of my workout. I'm staying behind. I'm still laying down on the mat like I got all the time in the world. I'm stretching. <laughs> I might play one or two YouTube videos. And I know that 
it looks different for me, Jamie, than it does for you because I'm working from home. So I have more flexibility to be able to move some of those things around throughout my day because I don't have to go into the office. But honestly, I mean, those workouts, it's just been so amazing, so encouraging. Also, the instructors stay hyping me up every time I wear my itty bitty mm-hmm. shorts. She's like, um, ma'am, you ain't got no clothes on. I'm like, this wash day. She's like, stop lying. You're just trying to show off. I'm like, maybe a little bit, you know, but it, it feels like such a community um, that it's not just about the look of your body, but feeling strong and being strong. And yeah, it's been super motivating. Um, what about you? As we know, you haven't been getting sleep for the last two weeks. So that could, right. you know. So that certainly doesn't help. Uh, no, my family really motivates me to do what I have to do on a daily basis. And I feel because of that, there's no like stopping or any time to sit in an unmotivated state. I just know I have to do what I have to do. I try to quickly identify like why am I not why am I unmotivated this week or today? Is it because I didn't sleep last night? Is it because I haven't been eating well? Is it because I haven't been taking a break from work? Because work can be overwhelming sometimes. So it's it's about spot treating. So seeing what's wrong in the day and what's causing that rut and working kind of immediately because being unmotivated can tap into every part of your life. You know, it can affect your emotional wellness, your mental wellness, even physical, you know, just being physically exhausted from doing absolutely nothing when you're unmotivated. So I, I found that spot treating definitely helps and reaching out. So if I don't feel like myself today, I reach out to you, talk to my sister, talk to my other friends, just to keep myself better balanced. And also having people around me that can tell when I'm off, like, hey, what's going on? What can I, how can I help? Or what do you need? That's always been really helpful. I really appreciate how you named acknowledging what you're feeling. Because I feel like sometimes in the age of social media, especially when we're doing physical distancing, so much of our lives are being displayed you know, on social media and through screens and excuse me, I just burped y'all. Um, I feel like there's this culture. (laughs) I was trying to hold it in, but it came out, um, with all this water. There's this culture of like, (laughs) I wish it was something else, but it's really water. Um, look, I got this cool water bottle. Someone, uh, brought me back from Ghana. I'll take a picture and send it to you. It was super nice. It was an unexpected (laughs) gift. Um, Yeah, but as I was saying, I feel like in this culture of good vibes only, all positivity, don't bring negativity around me, it's like sometimes everything isn't good vibes only. And how do we create space for people to acknowledge it? You know, so when we check in with each other and we say, how are you doing knowing that there's space for you to say, I'm tired or I'm not doing well, or, you know, today's a caca day. Like to be able to name those things are so critically important because it also allows us to take inventory. Like I said, in the beginning of physical distancing, I legit, I kept saying I was tired, but 
when I started having those one one-on-one intimate conversations with folks, I wasn't really telling the truth of how I was doing it. Maybe I was just lying to myself, you know, so I would say, I'm good, I'm well. And then I'm sitting on my room floor crying because I'm so tired, you know, like your body's exhausted. I hardly was getting enough calories in the day, probably because so much of my time was giving, giving, giving outwardly, right, to work, trying to keep up the demand in this moment and then to my kid, and then trying to keep in contact, honestly, with friends and family. You're not texting people enough and having to be honest to say, to, yep, snap it up. I had to say sometimes, <laughs> you know, even to my mom, and, you know, I love my mama, right? I even had to say the weeks that go really well for me, I either have to be focusing on work or I have to be focusing on people that it's hard to focus on relationships and have a productive work week and to focus on work and have a productive week connecting with friends and family, you know, and when I started naming those things, I think it also created space for people to name. Yeah. It's really challenging to do that, but we have these assumptions of the expectations that we're putting on each other, but they're never voiced, you know? So I have my, I might have an expectation of, how you want me to show up, but we're not having the conversation about that and all those expectations end up being false when we finally do. So I just think it's really critical first step, just really acknowledging the places that we're in um, so that we don't have to perform this idea of good vibes only. Yeah, and then we crash and burn. It's just really important to acknowledge where we're at, how we're feeling, Sometimes we just really need that moment to reflect and to be. I think you made a great point about how sometimes if you're feeling unmotivated, it's looked down upon. I think it's good to acknowledge that you're not feeling unmotivated, especially if you're also taking that same amount of energy and same amount of time to figuring out why and changing it. I think it's okay to, to acknowledge that space that you're in and but as long as you get out of it like i try not to stay into it that that phase for a long time but again i also have people around me who will be like all right let's go you got to get over it you got to you know move past it you can't relish in this too long which is very helpful also and just seeing a lot of people constantly like i know that people show you what they want you to see so i always have to remind myself not to get caught up too much into what others are doing or what others are showing because it's it may just be a surface level we may not see what's going on behind the scenes so that helps too and just focusing on myself because trying to explain why somebody else was a completely different life than me is feeling motivated every single day of the week is not resourceful to me and my growth at all so that's that also helps me when I think about those things. Amen, amen, amen. That comparison, ooh, it's the devil. It's like the devil just trying to take you down. What I'm going to say next also might sound wild because, and you know this about me already, and I may have said this on you know previous episodes, that I've always identified myself as a procrastinator. Probably not a real word. Never tried to look it up. Probably won't. That you know, I'll get my syllabus at the beginning of class and I'm already working on the final assignment. Like legit, that was me when we went to school, get that syllabus. I'm already working on the final assignment, heading in a few weeks early, 
you know, professor might give some feedback and I get to make it, you know, perfect a hundred percent. And I feel like I had to really reflect on where that was coming from. And so much of it was about other people, you know, feeling like so much of who I was had to be a reflection of what I could produce. And it was also unhealthy. Like I'm not perfect. Sometimes the paper won't be a hundred, but now I'm spending all this time stretch, stressing out. Although at the end of the semester, it did feel good not to have to worry about something, but acknowledging that it was coming from another place. And so many times this idea of urgency is about pouring out, pouring out, pouring out to keep up an image that sometimes isn't real and asking the question for what and I I think for me I've also decided that I'm not gonna keep climbing the ladder to break the glass ceiling like really shifting even my idea of what it means to climb the ladder right like what does it mean for me to accompany people and to be with people like can we stand on the same line and walk side by side with each other so I feel like I've just had to really change my perspective even on how I work because a lot of times folks will ask like, how do you do this? How do you do that? You know, and sometimes it comes from a place of fear, like the fear of failure, the fear of not being seen as Mm. enough. And so sometimes the things that motivate us might not always be healthy. So I have to also shift my relationship with everything that has always motivated me in life. This is a cocoa melon. This is a new, this person, this, um, character looks weird it's not coco melon they look weird it's super jojo totally random but that india Irie abc on sesame street is one of the best abcs um did you listen to the usher yo i was gonna go there next i just wanna make sure india and usher the two best abc songs absolutely absolutely like usher really i was like are you sure you're singing ABC? The alphabet, ABC. I'm like, okay. And oh, India yeah. was just like, oh, yes. Because they make anything sound good. Like, she was literally, when India was singing, she was stuck. You know, Usher, she could dance to I'm like, it's really, they're not really, it's just ABC. Right. <laughs> right. And I, I've been telling a lot of like elders about this, and they're all like, wait celebrities sing abc i didn't realize how new that was on sesame street but also i didn't watch sesame street growing up so maybe that was a part of it Mm-mm. i don't think i watch much tv i remember clifford pepperan you already know hey arnold and all those nick tunes nickelodeon people yeah so anyways how does the cocoa melon abc sesame street rabbit hole yeah just recognizing you know, sometimes the motivation might also come from a place of fear. And I, I don't want to be living in that. I want to be free in, in, the, in the steps that I take and the moves that I make. I'm just kidding. I don't sing like that. I was about to say. <laughs> Cut that part out. <laughs> I did, while you were talking, I looked up precrastination. It is a thing. It was coined in 2014. Damn, I wish I By a, psych- a psychology professor. But that's really good. 
that you're procrastinating. I didn't know that was a thing. So that's pretty cool. I knew it was like the concept, but I didn't know there was a term behind it, which procrastinated makes total sense. I really thought I made that up. Nah, girl. I'm sorry. I, I, I really did. You did. You did. You made it up for me. You're the first person I ever heard say it. Thank you. Thank you very much. See? I feel like I'm in elementary school again. Yes. Yep. I think I told the teacher one time when I was in elementary <coughs> school that um, I made a word up and I argued with her. She said, nope, no, you didn't. And I kept arguing with her until the end of the class. This is real. I just that came from America. Like you. <laughs> That's why I excuse. That sounds like you. I literally was like, no, I made it up. I swear. She was like, I'm sorry. That's mm, not a word. No. No, you mm. didn't. <laughs> what was the word? I don't remember. I'm talking slow because I'm trying to remember the thing. But I know this for sure because I will never forget that memory. I was like, what was I really doing that I thought? Why, why would I think that? But I'm always thinking teachers are wrong. So. Oh, my God. This kid is up. You see what I'm talking about? That's crazy. He's going to come looking for me, too. Oh, my gosh. This one need to go to sleep. I to keep my voice down. So, moment of honesty. We are filming this outro a few weeks later because when babies wake up, you know, duty mm-hmm. calls. You should have that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> we, you, you know, you just got to show up and even when we think about motivation, this is a part of it, right? That it's not about perfection. We all have to move at our own pace. And so can't get everything done in one night, especially with a three hour time difference. So we hope that this allows you to reflect on motivation in a different way and to think about how you're taking care of yourself this time and how you are putting yourself first, honestly, because I feel like a part of staying motivated or finding motivated is to think about what serves you, you know? You, you literally took that right out of my mouth. Like, you have to think about what's most sustainable. So, okay, I get out of this one rut. What happens when I encounter another? How can I consistently bring myself out? And I think it's very important to create a routine. We recently did a post about motivation. So I'm hoping everybody can go on over there. It's not too late to interact with that. And just share a couple of tips uh, for what works for you to stay motivated, to return to a state of motivation. And hopefully that can help us and help other people as well. Absolutely. You don't have to start all 10 businesses right now. Maybe you can start one or maybe you can do the research to start or one. Or you could just be lazy. Don't do anything. That's true. I'm- I had a nap today. And it, first nap. And we when we talk about naps, I think in another episode, first nap today and that felt amazing that my day was finished and there was no need to start a new thing. Um, so as we, as we close out, I do want to share something though. I had been watching Equalizer with Queen Latifah because I just love her on Amazon prime. And there's this, the recent episode. So spoiler alert in a recent episode, um, she's talking with one of the other characters And he has two kids and she has a daughter and he 
and she asks him, how do you balance it all? And he's a police officer. And she asks him, how does he balance it all? And he says, you know, when I come home, I look at my keys, I put it up and I leave, you know, I leave that work day at the front door, you know, so reflecting on the day that he just had, now it's time to tend to his family. And I felt like that was just so important because sometimes my official work day begins and then I, in some ways I'm starting other work because it feels like there's a need to do more and there's a sense of urgency, although it's mostly in my mind and not a part of reality. So I thought that was just important. I mean, it's a little bit more challenging because we're working from home. Um, although I know you're working outside of the house, Jamie, but just to think about how do we slow it down, you know, and maybe I'll stop being a procrastinator or not put so much pressure on myself. So thank you for listening today. I hope that you were able to see past the sleepiness, see past the unmotivation and mm-hmm. take a couple of gems from this episode. Stay tuned for our next upcoming episode and also interact with our Instagram page, leave, and DM us. Run through our page, send us some likes, forward our page to your friends, and take a listen to the other episodes we've dropped. Peace.